0: Yeah, anything crazy happened on the uh on the ambulance this week?
1: Uh I was telling uh Frank earlier that I took two different people to like an old folks home that were born before World War Two. Wow. Yeah. One was like nineteen thirty nine or something like that, mm-hmm. and one was like nineteen twenty nine. I was like I was like,
2: Whoa, these people are so old.
1: Yeah. And my <laughs> my partner was like why what was what's wrong i'm like nothing it just amazes me that they're still alive yeah were you like um
3: like stroking them and like asking them for all their secrets like, you know tell me your secrets wizard
1: <laughs> no but i did take this one kid up to fresno area um and this is not a hipaa violation because just you know i'm not giving any identifiable identifiable information about this person uh-huh. and i was talking to him because it's a 30 minute 45 minute drive to where we're going And I was like, so, like, what are you into? And he's like, I like computers. I was like, oh, you do? Tell me what RAM does. (laughs) and he's like i don't know what ram is i'm like well it's random access memory he's like i like doing stuff on the computer oh did you give him the website where he could download ram <laughs> no but i should have given him a link to our podcast yeah
2: <laughs> if you like doing stuff
3: on computers we're gonna be live monday night around nine o'clock on twitch yeah. the same kind
2: of person that You'll see like a younger person wearing like a Rolling Stones t shirt and be like, Oh, you like the Rolling Stones? Name three of their songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: are they actually letting you ride in the ambulance now, or do you still have to hold onto the back even on the freeway? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> you didn't answer that. <laughs> <laughs> waited for the answer. <laughs> yeah. I guess uh, we got our answer. He is uh, on the back. If you see someone on the back of an ambulance, uh, wave at them. It's Addison. Maybe toss him a bottle of water. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the part-time podcast. My name is Chris, and this week I'm joined live in studio by my full-time <laughs> friends, Tim.
3: Ahoy uh, hoy.
0: And Addison. Addison. And we're also joined by a very special guest this week. The people have spoken, and we are giving them what they want, finally, after a year and a half, two years of doing this. Uh, we have brought you Frank.
2: I Say hi, Frank. Prepared an opening line. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, it's live streamed, so you get to do do overs. Right, I think that's how yeah. it works. But we're very happy to have Frank in studio. <laughs>
3: yeah, this has been a long time uh, in the making, mm-hmm. long time coming. Um, we figured everybody loves our conspiracy episodes. Oh yeah, um, and Almost too much. It's yeah. <laughs> It's a little odd. Um so we figured why not like make this extra jump again. We're going to bring a guest back like we've been doing for our conspiracy episodes and uh baby we're live streaming right now on Twitch. Uh first week doing this, pretty excited.
0: Well, we hopefully the people here are are here um not just for Frank and the eye candy that he is, but for the subject matter we've got prepared for everybody because we always have fun bringing this uh as i said we've done our own research and we encourage you to do your own but we're we're here to bring it bring it to you if you don't want to do it uh we're we're gonna we're gonna expose you to, to some more factually based conspiracy theories this week
3: i'm so excited for this guys (laughs) i know addison is about to jump out of his fucking seat (laughs) he's so excited um but i love these episodes like prepping for this was a lot of fun yeah
0: well tim uh do you want to go first this week (laughs) yeah let's uh let's do this shall we
3: I have a question for you guys okay okay um did the world actually end in
0: 2012 <laughs> and we just haven't figured it out yet <laughs> i mean current events suggest yes <laughs> i mean that that's what i am like
3: think back right okay mm-hmm. so we had leading up to 2012 there was all this talk about the mayan calendar there were all these like um, you know, crazy Christian groups saying, like, oh, we figured it out, we decoded the Bible, and it's 2012, mm-hmm. you know. And we've like made fun of these like specifically not me, I've made fun of these people a lot for having believed this. Um, until I stumbled across across this thread and guys, I think the world ended in 2012. Ooh. And I'm gonna tell you why. Okay.
0: Let's let's hear that research.
3: Um, so this is coming to us from Twitter, um, from Nick Hinton, um, at Nick Hinton, uh, at Twitter, Mm -hmm. um, wrote this thread and I went through all of his posts and all of his like links and everything. And I, I seriously can't find fault with this guys. I think, I think this is. The most factually based conspiracy theory we've ever talked Ooh, about. All right. All right. He gets into it talking about how he feels like he's seen this question asked before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, did the world end and what was going on? Like, you know, everything has kind of been shit since then. Like the summer of 2016, lit, couldn't have been better. Like out of this world, great. But like, other than that, like everything is pretty much sucked You're since right. 2012. This comes to us because in 2012, um there was a group of scientists called CERN C E R N
1: search for or oh, that's that's SETI. is CERN is the Hydro Hydron Collider, right?
3: Um uh, something like that, yeah. Um but they, they're the ones who discovered the Higgs boson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, A.K.A. the God Particle. Right. Or as Stephen um, Hawking would predict, um, that we would undergo credit, a catastrophic vacuum decay upon the discovery of this particle. Mm-hmm. So what would happen if the universe was destroyed? Like, would we know about it? Like, what if they accidentally created a black hole when they discovered the Higgs boson? and we've been sucked into it er, into an alternate reality. Man. I mean, he puts here that uh maybe it has something to do with growing up and getting older, but ever since 2012, it seems like the world descends more and more into chaos every single day. Also, time feels like it's sped up
0: a lot. Ooh, it does feel faster. We're like we're in much that faster.
3: we're in that
1: stage of spaghettification of the black hole where it's like get stretched out.
0: Yeah.
3: And so we're like accelerating through this. Yeah. Um, It seems like almost every day there's some sort of calamity happening. Mass shootings, they only stay in the headlines for like an hour because there's another one. Yeah. Um, They're happening more and more um i mean we fucking elected donald trump as president of the united states Mm -hmm. maybe we're in a similar situation to like that show the good place Mm -hmm. i know chris you're a fan of that show right
0: yeah um hopefully the wormhole can loop us back around so i can watch it again for the first time yeah
3: (laughs) (laughs) what nick hinton believes is that like reality is just a series of simulations. Mm -hmm. So perhaps the universe was destroyed by CERN, um, but our collective consciousness was just moved over to a parallel universe um, that's, like, almost identical, but not quite. Mm -hmm. Which brings up the Mandala effect.
1: Yeah, we talked about that last episode or Mm -hmm. two.
3: Right. And so, like, in the Mandala effect, there's, like, a few key things that have, like, People always point to, oh. right? That's like the Bernstein Bears versus the Bernstein Bears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, like I personally remember it as the Bernstein Bears with an E N. Mm-hmm. Uh, but apparently it's I it's A-I-N, which seems wildly incorrect for some reason. Yeah. Um also like how would you spell the brand Febreze? Uh, F-B-R.
1: You're missing an e in there. Oh yeah,
3: <laughs> uh, F. So F e F e b r e e z e. Right, but that's not how it's spelled on the can. I could go get one right now. It's got one less e. It's b r e z e. Yeah.
0: Really? Yeah. But like, I, <laughs> I can
3: almost guarantee you when it came out that it was Febreze with two e's, right? Or how about yeah. like the brand Sketchers? S K S C K Sketch E C H E R S. <laughs> That's the real spelling. is S K E C H E R S. But like, don't you remember it being like Sketchers, like to sketch, like with a T C H? Yeah. Yeah. What about the 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 show Looney
1: <laughs> Tunes? L O O N E Y. And then hyphen T O O N S wrong no T U N E S (laughs) no it's not
0: really yeah Yeah, really oh Oh, man
1: tunes like music it's crazy music but no but Looney Tunes is a cartoon show but it's also like (laughs) oh copyright copyright
3: (laughs) (laughs) um or uh, like J C Penny P E N N Y there's a it's p-e-n-n-e-y it's what? the way it's actually spelled ten a. yeah well, it's not spelled at all
0: anymore because they went out of business right
3: uh well they've like filed chapter 11 and closed like 95 percent of their stores but whatever yeah <laughs> um so one of the other things where's the statue of liberty located staten island
0: ellis island
3: ellis island you would think in Pre two thousand twelve existence, it was on Ellis Island. No, wait.
0: wait Where is it? Wait. Where
3: is it now? The Statue of Liberty resides on Liberty Island. What? Oh, okay. Which is not Ellis Island. It's a different island, like separate from Ellis Island. They moved it. <laughs> <laughs> it got moved in two thousand twelve. In this universe, it's on a different island. So, there's all these threads on 4chan and on Reddit of people posting pictures, like, hashtag at, you know, at location, the Statue of Liberty, Ellis Island. Mm -hmm. When that location, you can't geotag it anymore. Oh. Because it doesn't exist. Like, the Statue of Liberty is not on Ellis Island. It's on Liberty Island. Man. Um, Also- I can't believe they did it. Those yeah. damn dirty apes. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing about the Statue of Liberty is apparently a hundred years ago, they eliminated the ability for you to go up into the torch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, But like thousands of people have posted pictures of like school field trips in the torch.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
1: So they're I've crisis been-
0: actors? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I've been but it
1: was post 9/11 so like you couldn't even get inside of the the bottom area of it. You could like walk around it.
3: Right. But yeah. Yeah, but like there's pictures of people like in the torch taking pictures of the of ground zero. Because you could see the twin towers from or ground zero now. You mm-hmm. you could see that from from the top of the Statue of Liberty. But, like, you can't get to that spot. (laughs) For a hundred years, you've not been allowed to get to that spot. Maybe these are, like, allegedly educational rich kids? No, this is, like, thousands of people have done this. (laughs) So there's also a thing where there's an entire website devoted to pictures of the Statue of Liberty base, Mm -hmm. where people are standing in front of it and posing for pictures, and the Statue of Liberty is not there. (laughs) Hmm. like it looks like they've been photoshopped but they actually haven't been photoshopped it's right. like the statue of liberty is just not there because they're taking pictures of themselves at Ellis Island hmm. huh. where the statue of liberty was pre 2012 when we moved to a parallel universe so they
1: did move it
0: this is like uh have you all read the book or watched the amazon show uh man in the high castle yes yeah yeah, this is it, it is a very similar premise to to in that show or the book, uh, where like alternate histories and realities are happening all around you and like they bleed in and out of each other. So like in Man of the High Castle, uh the Nazis and Japan won World War Two.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: somehow uh political propaganda from our current universe made its way into their universe and so all of this contraband is being passed around where it shows like the allies winning world war two on these like film reels and people can't make heads or tails of it. Cause in their reality, the Nazis won. And like Japan is governing San Francisco, right? They like carved up the U S right. And, yeah. uh, you know, they can go to certain spots where like the, the, the realities have like a soft spot and they can kind of see into the other side. And like, you know, it, it doesn't quite make sense, but it's sort of what you're explaining here. Is like yeah. you can be in one place, but you can actually be in multiple places at once because reality is like bending around you.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, be- we discovered Higgs boson, like mm-hmm. according to Stephen Hawking, like it was supposed to destroy time and space mm-hmm. at that point, and we did it. So maybe it did. Maybe it did. Um, maybe, it's another- maybe it's Maybelline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I were to ask you guys what the greatest Attack on carried out on United States soil was what would you say that would be January sixth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how do you how are you defining the greatest attack? Uh, so like the highest casualty, most damage, deepest penetration.
1: Oh baby! Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> um, my guess would be like Pearl Harbor.
2: I was gonna say Pearl Harbor, mm-hmm. but nine eleven might also, based on like. My- kill count might also be right so like that's
3: what in school we're taught yeah. like at least when we were in elementary school we're young enough that or we're old enough i guess that like 9-11 hadn't happened and so we were always told like the greatest attack like the first time we were attacked on our soil mm-hmm. was pearl harbor
1: maybe like battle of wounded knee where we like massacred a bunch of indians
3: Right. But obviously American history is not going to like, teach that. <laughs> the back.
2: civil war since it was all American casualties. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So, um, what about an attack that took place on U.S. soil right before World War one? What would that no. be? Uh, so Germany attacked, uh, the United States. Really? Uh, it's, it was considered one of the largest artificial non nuclear explosions to have ever occurred. And here's really? a news article. Big munitions explosion at Black Tom. 50 believed dead, 21 hurt in City Hospital. Damage $75 million. Whoa. Uh, that's
1: their time or our time?
3: That's like in in history, if you were to like go right now and Google this you'd find this attack. Uh-huh. However, we were never told about this in school. Mm-hmm. It was like, never once did I hear that in World War I, the Germans were blowing shit up in the United States. Yeah, what the heck? Yeah, huh. but it happened. You can look it up.
1: Maybe it didn't happen in our timeline, and it happened in this new timeline. Exactly. That we... So
3: now we can find it uh-huh. because it's part of the history of this, this universe we're in. Right. But in our universe, the universe that we were born in yeah. didn't happen. Gotcha. Yeah.
1: It's like, it's like with the dinosaur bones where it's like, you know, dinosaurs never, never really alive on our planet. Our uh-huh. planet just comes from like an older planet.
3: Okay. And it's yeah. the same
1: thing for us. Like Germany never attacked us during World War I. Right. But in this new universe we live in, they did.
3: Yeah. So that explosion, that attack, is the reason why you can't go in the torch on, uh, in the Statue of Liberty. Really? Yeah.
2: What's the correlation between
3: Because it was an explosion, a terrorist
0: attack took place in New York City. Wow. Huh. Well, that's that's fascinating, because now I'm trying to, like, comb through my, like, memory and see if there's anything that I remember happening that, like, didn't actually happen to other people. But, I suppose, if anyone's listening right now or tuning in like if you have an experience like this or you know of one please either drop it in the chat or you know you can you can message it to us at podcasters at com. uh we'd love to hear these stories
3: yeah uh with yeah any any ideas that you have about the mandala effect any experiences that you have we'd love to hear about it because i this week guys i am convinced that the world ended in 2012 yeah and we're in a different parallel universe. We're on Earth 2.0. Yeah. Or maybe Earth-79742B. <laughs> Who knows, Maybe man, I don't know what it's called.
0: Maybe that's why no one could understand Elon Musk's child's name, because that language is part of, like, you know, an uh, alternate Earth. Yeah. And they just have yeah. access to it, right? But we don't.
3: Right.
1: That makes a lot of sense, actually.
0: Yeah.
3: So,
1: um,
3: I mean, that fucked up my whole perspective on life so (laughs) dig into that this week guys and uh yeah i don't know what do you got addison
1: requires a little bit of backstory um it turns out that my wife's my wife uncle my wife my (laughs) (laughs) My wife's uncle is uh like a doomsday prepper yeah Mm -hmm. really into it uh Uh, we found out about this because my wife's grandfather died and so um his daughter like the family was over like taking care of the the estate and everything Uh uh-huh and I was talking to their daughter and I was like, Hey, what are your parents plan for like when they die? And she's like, Oh, they don't have a plan. They're going to be raptured. A what? what? <laughs> yeah. They, they believe that they're going to be lifted up in the last days and like not have to worry about burying their bodies because their bodies are going to be resurrected.
3: Like that movie with Seth Rogen and all his buddies. This is the end. Yeah. Like, <laughs> literally, just gonna be like, whoop.
1: Yep. Okay. So that's the level of like interesting people they are to say it very nicely. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, she told me he was a doomsday prepper, and then he had a YouTube channel and everything. I was like, I gotta check this oh, out. Oh, nice. As soon as she told me I'm related somehow to a crazy person. Like, I'm yeah. in. <laughs> So, I went to their website, and I was looking it up, and I saw that they had a book for sale about something called The Great Reset. The great I'm sorry, reset. what? The Great Reset.
0: Okay.
3: Uh, like, we started over.
1: Yeah, like the they're going to reset all of society. Is oh. this before or after the
0: 10,000-year leap or whatever? <laughs> <laughs>
1: so i actually paid money to buy this book oh what shit.
0: you supported
1: these insane people
3: you yeah. could have gotten oh. it for
0: free
1: yeah
3: listen to, yeah you could have got chris could have rented it at the library <laughs> this is not a book you can rent at the library
1: first and foremost like i paid only a couple dollars for this and i uh signed up i like paid for it with your name tim fuck you as i do as i do with everything else in this world that's crazy Anytime I sign up for a newsletter, like, oh, I also signed up for their newsletters. So there'll be content coming in the future from them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I get emailed like three times a day. Hey, Tim Cox. <laughs> uh, did you know uh, Fox News bent over backwards for Joe Biden? Yeah, they did. <laughs> That's the kind of emails I'm getting now. Oh, uh-huh. my gosh. <laughs> okay. So uh, this book is call- called Surviving the Great Reset. And uh, the cover has uh a digitized earth in the background with three very evil looking people um and one of them is even doing like a mr burns like excellent yeah and then there's the statue of liberty in flames and toppled over from germany from germany yes <laughs> um i'm not going to cover all these things um s- some of the table contents is taking your freedom of religion taking your guns crushing taxes taking your bank account, making you human capital, bugs in your body. <laughs>
3: bugs in your body? These are chapter <laughs> dis- titles? <laughs> yes. And destroying
1: your sex life. What? So, <laughs> you can't go after that. That's, that the, that's the one I'm doing. <laughs> uh,
0: does it just say, like, I wrote this book, and, like, that's the only <laughs> <laughs> evidence there is? So,
1: clearly, uh, this person's very concerned about what's going on with other people's sex life. Oh, uh, obviously. And yeah. he wants to let you all know, and I want to let everybody else listening know, how, quote-unquote, they
3: are trying to destroy your sex life. <laughs> and by they, you mean, like, the Dems, right? Like, <laughs> this is all, like... It sounds like MAGA propaganda. <laughs> is, I
1: don't know. <laughs> uh... There's one more aspect living in our world that I want to touch on. And that yeah, is, <laughs> <laughs> and that is that the global elites hate the thought of you having sex. <laughs> 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 yes, they are all perverts who f- probably flew to Jeffrey Epstein's island on his private jet, but they can have, you- but they can't have you having sex. And more importantly, Reproducing
3: all willy nilly. Oh, this is like a <laughs> current book. Yes, like this yeah. is. Oh, I was not expecting that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is written current year. Oh, oh yeah, wow. Here
1: we go. During the lockdowns, it became almost impossible for people to meet, date, and have sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This is a coronavirus thing. It was a, a pandemic <laughs> to stop you yeah, from voting. Yeah, yeah, Joe
1: Biden started the the Wuhan virus so that nobody would have sex anymore.
3: Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, let's see where. Okay, countless agencies have issued gui- guidelines for sex during the COVID nineteen pandemic. That made sex sound gross and unappealing. <laughs> <laughs> just, what?
2: Just like... I'm like what? Just like doggy style and like masks on? Look it up! <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> They're okay with putting a paper bag over their head, but when you get to a mask, it's just too much. Right. They get yeah. Full gimp suit. Okay. <laughs> like paper
3: mask over the mouth. Not all right. Not a chance. Yeah. <laughs> they want you to
1: wear a mask during sex and associate sex with things like analingus, which you should <laughs> avoid during COVID, they say, <laughs> so, so that so that you'll be turned off by the very notion of being with other people. Making people terrified of proximity to other human beings during the pandemic is part of eliminating normal, healthy dating and sex life patterns. If you're isolated at home looking at porn, you're not out there meeting people and having sex with them.
3: Like I mean I guess <laughs> yeah. like I have plenty of friends who still like like legit were like asking their partners for like negative tests. Yeah. And and just like still going at it. Like mm-hmm. yeah. Just good to go. Like as long as you're safe about it, you're still good.
2: Yeah. What kind of traction are they trying to gain with this?
3: <laughs> like they want you to know, obviously, Frank, that they're trying to stop you from having sex because then you're going to procreate. You can't yeah. have that
0: because you're an unwashed part of the unwashed masses. Yeah,
1: <laughs> 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 they are also feeding the war between the sexes, so that any advance a man makes towards a woman is considered sexual harassment or even sexual assault, which further eliminates normal, healthy dating and sex partners. Ooh. Okay.
2: I feel like the people who are writing this are the problem for <laughs> this. They're just trying yeah. to get the heat off their back. Yeah, 100%. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the goal is simple to destroy the family. They have to destroy couples, and to destroy couples, they have to alienate men and women from each other. Now we have gay threples, which are threesomes, he adds. Designer made babies through fertilize- fertilized eggs and surrogates destroying the fa- uh,
3: hold on real <laughs> quick yeah the designer made part like we've been doing like in, vit- in vitro fertilization yeah for decades yeah like that's all part of the plan tim at least 30 <laughs> years and the designer portion like where you you're using CRISPR to like gene edit has been outlawed yeah like it's not even allowed like in any country other than I think China is the For only that's one. Now. That's what yeah. they want
0: you to think, though. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so there are no designer babies. Like, just not being able to get pregnant the normal way and, like, doing in vitro. <laughs> that's not a problem. I, I because it's never been a problem.
2: I can't stop from imagining, like, every time you say designer baby, is like a hype beast. Like, oh, did you get the new Supreme baby? Like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, got that collab, baby. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the cardi b x mcdonald's baby <laughs> I, I just think like d-
3: the rapper designer as a baby <laughs> <laughs> It's just a baby that
2: has a grill and just sings panda over, and over. <laughs> hard, hard, hard.
1: <laughs> uh they're destroying the fabric of the nuclear family and further further alienating men from women you may think that sounds nuts but
3: look it up
0: Literally where? where? Where are you, where are you looking <laughs> up at? Search
3: your source. That's
0: is there all a we're footnote? asking
2: for. Is this <laughs> a Tell me, there's a footnote draft? Like, what am I supposed to believe?
1: Uh, testosterone counts a young, among young men are already dropping to alarming levels, <laughs> and that is by design, mm-hmm. by neutering generations of men and fostering hostility towards men and among women. Willi- uh, By neutering generations of men and fostering hostility towards men among women through radical feminism, the elites have created a world in which only babies conceived will will be created artificially. The goal is, again, to destroy normal couples and families so that the elites can control global birth rates.
3: How much time do you think this person has spent on Jordan Peterson's website? (laughs) Like... Jordan Peterson is this person's, like, idol, right? He sounds so smart. Yeah, but, like, Jordan Peterson, like, before he got, like... Addicted to business. Yeah, yeah, pre, like, moving to Russia. Yeah. Yeah, okay.
2: I want to imagine this is, like, this is being told to us by those companies that are, like, trying to propagate that unvaccinated sperm is worth more <laughs> oh it is so this yeah. them since the business is dying down since vaccine rates are going up this uh-huh. is them trying to drill every last bit of your semen out of your body for a higher <laughs> <laughs> well come and take it that's all i gotta say <laughs> I, I need that now <laughs>
1: The freaking yellow, the Gadsden flag with a dick on it. And it says,
2: (laughs) come and get it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, Oh, man. Yeah. It says, please tread on me. (laughs)
2: <laughs>
0: it's like a foot stepping on someone that's the gift one we're waiting for yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, by the uh, way we,
3: T- tm tm yes, yeah, it's ours, Matt, it's ours. Um, if we Ricky sold Matt's a shirt quiet. we need
0: a yeah if we ever get in the merch business we need a please tread on me shirt
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh. This is why they're always going on about overpopulation, even though many Western nations are experiencing birth rates below replacement level, meaning their populations are declining. It is why the Chinese communists enforced a one-child policy on Chinese families for years. The elites have designs on the fabric of society right down to the very personal, very intimate level of your sex life. In other words, nothing good will come from obeying them. Amen.
3: Wow! Number the days you've reached the deals. All right,
1: god. which is like okay. So the cr- the crazy thing to me about all that is like this guy's desperate for people to start fucking.
3: <laughs> yeah, or he's like a total incel. Yeah, this is an incel. Ooh. Oh my god, dude, that's what this is. This <laughs> guy has been rejected, and over and over and over again yeah and nobody will have sex with him and so he's just so boner rage writing yeah. this chapter like that's what this is right. oh my god yeah. you said this was your wife's uncle yes
1: <laughs> and he, he's <laughs> he not wrote married this wait okay so wait i don't know if it's this book is featured on my wife's uncle's okay. website. I don't yeah. know if he's the actual author. I see. Okay. Um, but this is like on every page, at the bottom of every page, it's like buy this book, buy this book, buy this book. Well, <laughs> I have to assume he's
3: getting some sort of royalty or something. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe he's he, made tens of dollars off of this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> at, at least like three from... Tim Cox.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> I'm just imagining a person who's so concerned about the elites not wanting you to have sex, but then, uh, and I'm making a lot of assumptions here, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say this person's probably some sort of hyper conservative Christian mm-hmm. who his very existence is dictated by the fact that the church doesn't want you to have sex mm-hmm. until you're Maybe married. So a he, thing. yeah
2: like maybe it, they get off on making people panic about not having their own free will when it comes to having sex mm-hmm. so oh. they like like panic porn if you will
0: panic porn panic porn
1: panic at the porno <laughs> <laughs> panic, at, panic, the panic dicks, at the dick show yeah dick show <laughs> oh, that's way better
0: <laughs> oh. oh man i just i i you know this is our conspiracy episode, and you have presented us with a lot of facts, so I have to believe it <laughs> <laughs> oh, i man. i can't stay i can't be any more credulous than I am at this moment yeah. <laughs> I, um, I
3: at least now I have something to blame my um like dry spell on mm-hmm. it's it's on the Dems yeah. Hillary Clinton doesn't want me to have sex anymore. Right. That's what it is.
2: (laughs) Maybe those emails that she deleted were all the ads that were full of me saying, horny singles in your area. (laughs) So that's why I never was advertised. Maybe they
3: were the responses to the unsolicited dick pics I sent on Tinder and Bumble. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. See, I was starting to think it was me, but now this is all making sense. Yeah. (laughs)
0: The FBI is filtering all of your messages first, is what's happening. mm mm-hmm. um, And then they're trying to respond back with their special characters list that they've made. Yeah.
1: It, it seems so crazy to me that, like, there's this obsession with, like, the elites. But they can't really ever point to anything concrete that the quote-unquote elites are actually doing. It's yeah. just more like they're trying to put bugs in your body or they're trying to control your sex life. It's like, are they controlling your sex life? Like in what way are they like, they're sure there was a pandemic, but like you could have at any point gone and had sex with somebody if you really wanted to.
3: Well, see, I tried, Uh but there was a, a pallet of bricks that was just left (laughs) in front of their front door. And so I couldn't get in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think George
0: Soros paid for those bricks. Yeah.
1: It's soup for my family.
3: Yeah.
0: (laughs) I just think it's funny. Like, how would you even know? Like, if they put bugs in your body to stop you from having sex or like control your thoughts, like, how do you, how can you even trust your own thoughts to know that the thoughts you're having now are like the thoughts that they want you to have or your own thoughts? That's how good they are,
1: man. The (laughs) elites have put those thoughts into your mind. Yeah. (laughs) Oh,
0: man. (laughs) Chris is infected with the bugs. So i I brought something this week that actually might throw fuel onto the fire of shadowy elites. Ooh, oh, nice! Oh, okay. Gosh. And I don't know if you all are ready for this, but I, I, if you want to be ready, I would suggest grabbing the nearest um, feather near you and be prepared to tickle your partner. Oh, brother! <laughs> <laughs> Need
2: Addison or. Thigh to thigh right now. So <laughs> yeah. Might have to reach too far over each yeah. other. Yeah. Well, I've
3: got a whole drawer of feathers in the other room. <laughs> yeah. if you guys want. Wait a second. <laughs>
0: I'm going to take us all on a journey into the world of competitive tickling. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) um, and to start it off, I, I am not technically savvy enough at the moment or capable enough. I guess I should say to put this video live on stream, but there is, you can go to YouTube and if you just search competitive tickling team, um, You will find a video of a few young men sitting on a table. They're wearing like soccer jerseys and (laughs) they're like reading from a paper, like saying their names and like what they like to do and like why, why they're into competitive tickling. And then it cuts to a scene where someone from behind the camera is instructing them to like start tickling in a specific area. And that person has to like, they have to like try to maintain a tickle. For as long as that person can handle it, right? Yeah. And these are like college-aged young men, always college-aged young men, predominantly white.
2: Yeah, uh, of course.
0: And is this there's a always sex
2: slave thing. Should we be worried?
0: We'll get to this. <laughs> uh, it is almost always one of the guys straddling someone else on a soft table while the other two are tickling their feet, right? And if you didn't know any better, like, it just looks kind of weird and, like, you know, it's kind of like a funny ha-ha thing. Like, look how weird these people are.
4: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, There is much, much more to this story (laughs) than (laughs) just some weird YouTube videos. Um, So there's this guy. His name was David uh, Farrier. He's from New Zealand. And he wrote, like, for some New Zealand news outlet and his job his beat was like the quirky odd story section Mm -hmm. and he came across this video i just described to you about these guys tickling each other and he discovers that it's produced by this company called jane o'brien media he contacts jane o'brien media on facebook because this this is back in like 2014 or something contacts on facebook says like hey i want to do a story on you guys Uh, I just, you know, can I, can I get a quick interview? I want to know what this is all about. Um, just off the top of your head, how do you think, like, what, what would you think would be a normal response to that question? Like, even if you didn't want to do the interview, um, I'm only going to do this interview if you compete. (laughs) Okay. Well, maybe that's what you would have said, but What they come okay. back with, maybe like a day or two later, uh, is, and I'm about to read this: says, This is from Jane O'Brien Media to David Ferrier on Facebook. It says, So far, about five New Zealanders have participated in these videos, but to be brutally frank, uh, no uh, pun intended let's there. See
2: that uh, sounds like a girl's <laughs> name. <laughs>
0: To be brutally frank, association with a homosexual journalist is not something that we will embrace. What? <laughs> oh, oh my god. god. What? <laughs> yeah. We desperately do not want a homosexual participant base applying for this project. My concern is that your, quote, journalistic style, reputation, and fan base, unquote, <clears throat> is in your own country. This is offered in an earnest and strictly professional.
2: But Wait. I heard you correctly say that it was only males that competed in this?
0: Yes. Uh, Strictly males straddling each other on a soft tabletop where some are tickling the feet and others are tickling under their armpits and chest and groin. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I I, I, I wanted to be clear that this is tickling, right? (laughs) Yeah. Right. Um, And so the journalist is like, "Uh, what? Like, I just wanted an interview. And then they respond back with more stuff like, shame on you. We don't want anything to do with little gay kiwis. <laughs> <laughs> what? what the fuck? Oh my gosh! And the journalist is like, he's not even gay. He's bisexual, right? Uh-huh. But like that has nothing to do with this because, like you know, they just trolled his Facebook and saw pictures with him in a relationship with someone else, and they're like, "Oh, this guy's obviously gay." We don't want gay people tickling. This is a straight person sport, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> straight person sport. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so they like, they're like really insulting this guy going super aggro on it. So what David does is he watches these videos and he just like, fine, whatever. I'm just going to write an article about how silly these videos are. Like, I don't need the, I don't need the interview. it would've been nice. Fine. Whatever. I'll move on. He writes the article, maybe like a week or two later, these, uh, about three guys. One of them is like a Steven Seagal type guy, like leather jacket, ponytail you know, tight jeans, cowboy boots, that type of thing. Nice. They show up, and they, like, they basically corner this guy at, at his home, at, at work, and they're like, we flew to New Zealand from America. You need to stop this. You need to stop looking into Jane O'Brien media. What <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. So they're, like, threatening this guy to stop, to stop looking into these tickling videos. <laughs> like, really heavily insinuating violence if he doesn't stop this. Oh, my gosh.
2: Sick of yeah. all these leftists thinking that this is a is an open sport. Competitive tickling is only for the right of mine.
0: <laughs> so after he leaves, uh, after they leave, uh, the journalist, David, he decides he's going to travel from New Zealand with a camera crew to L.A. And he's going to try to find these guys. Nice. <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> so he's driving around LA. He's asking around. He's trying to find people. Everyone's still in Wallingham. Uh, and eventually he finds the address where Jane O'Brien, Jane O'Brien Media is. But he discovers that the media uh, place that they gave is a fake address. And they are hiring production crews, specifically one production crew, to pay college age kids large sums of money uh sometimes upwards of two thousand dollars a shoot uh they could be even more than that just to participate in what they called competitive tickling like they'd have like hundreds of people here to try to make it look like a sport and then they would just like give people jerseys and say you're on a tickling team with this person you're going on in five whoa
1: it's like a weird porn thing Tim, are you still
2: looking for a job? Because I think this might be the thing for you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So researching the phenomenon a little bit further, he uncovers information about a person known as Terry uh, DeSisto. Scary
3: Terry. Uh Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Their other alias. nickname. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Terry. (laughs) Oh, I didn't think about the implications (laughs) here.
3: Your dad with like a mustache. Mm -hmm. And his black hair? Yeah. He can pull off Italian. Like, Mm -hmm. is your dad Terry Dististo? They've
1: never seen both of them in the same place at the same time. (gasps) Yeah.
0: And your dad would look killer in a ponytail. (laughs) (laughs) Like a clip on ponytail. Oh, man. I would pay money to see your dad in a ponytail.
1: He's always talking about his tickle money, (laughs) his giggle cash. <laughs> his silly coins. <laughs> this is
2: so silly coins. Uh, his tickle tokens. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh
0: this Terry DeSista person has another alias, which is Terry Tickle. Mm. And this person, Terry Tickle, pioneered uh recruiting and distributing tickling videos online in the early 90s.
3: Whoa. Yo. in the
0: 90s in mm-hmm. the 90s um so he, this this that reporter eventually parent,
1: that is when my parents bought a new house oh my uh, gosh
3: i'm not saying
1: <laughs> i don't
2: know they do like to tickle my ads to after today are going to be wild <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> um so they he finds this guy named richard ivy who came like they were connected somehow and he tells this reporter that he was involved as um an independent tickling video producer in the 90s for this guy wow uh for terry tickle (laughs) yeah
3: put that on your cv
0: (laughs) and he kind of like says like i i I was paid through a middleman like they just gave me a a buttload of money and uh, i wanted to break into hollywood so i was like you know, fine, I'll make these tickling videos and maybe it'll, I'll get my foot in the door. <laughs> that, you know, obviously that's how everyone gets their foot in the door in Hollywood. Um, he eventually finds a person who's willing to talk to him, an, an ex tickler. And he mm-hmm. tells a story about how someone approached him and said they'd pay him a ton of money if, they would just, if he would fill a spot on a competitive tickling team that day. They said nothing would ever get filmed. It's just a it's just a, like a silly sport. Uh and he does it. And it goes uh from like some guys in sports jerseys tickling each other to them like holding him down and straddling him, and like this guy is the one being tickled, and he didn't realize that like he was gonna be the ticklee. He thought he was gonna be the tickler. Oh man. Um and it you know, obviously it's all very homoerotic. Uh, but the the young men who participate. The whole catch for this whole thing is the young men who participate in this competitive tickling ring. They all eventually won out, right? And that's when all the trouble starts because uh, first they try to entice you to stay by offering you more money, giving you cars, computers, you know that type of thing. Damn! But when they when they refuse, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) when they when they refuse, uh, Jane O'Brien Media shows them this file that they have on them of all of the tickling videos they've made Mm. and they effectively, they dox them. They post it to all the social media platforms. They send the video to everyone they're connected to their boss, you know, their pastor, their mom, their dad, everything with heavy, heavily insinuating that there's some sort of sexual deviant. And like, they get Mm -hmm. off on this kind of thing. That's how they try to keep these people in, in the, in the tickling ring. He, Eventually finds someone who used to be like a recruiter for them
4: mm-hmm.
0: uh, in Michigan. And this guy describes audition videos he helped make oh, wow. um, where he, he, they publish these videos without the participants consent. And the guy says that, in, granted, he's in Michigan. He started in L.A. Now he's in Michigan. This Michigan recruiter says that he knows of at least, like, he's just one of thousands of recruiters in America. What? Like, America alone. Yeah, he's like, there are cells operating all over the country. He, he's not sure, but he thinks they're international. And he's like, like I, there's at least thousands of the uh, like people like me here in America doing competitive tickling recruiting. Jesus
2: Christ. So is there, like, a contractual obligation or, like, waiver that they have to sign in the beginning of it? And that's how they have the rights to all these videos and are able to dox everyone.
0: Oh, I'm sure uh, yeah, they they give some identifying information they don't I don't believe they sign anything in terms of consent. I think they target desperate young men who need money. Uh-huh. and then the men you know, those men also um will suffer societal repercussions for, you know, having this information tied to their name on the internet. Because it it lives for, anytime it tries to get taken down, someone is there to repost it and put it back up. Wow. And they, yeah. yeah.
1: Plus, like, if you're, like, suddenly embarrassed by the fact that you have all this, like, softcore tickle porn out there of you, Uh like, you're less likely to go and, like, sue these people (laughs) because you're like, shit, like, now I have to go and, like, to a judge and explain, like, (laughs) <laughs> yeah I was getting tickled by this dude in a jersey, but like I, it, it wasn't something I was into. right. Yeah, sure I laughed, but
3: I wasn't having fun. <laughs> <laughs> and they've got all the evidence if you haven't a great
0: time. <laughs> yeah yeah so if all all of this before was is strange and concerning that there's like this shadow entity out there recording these competitive tickling videos and holding people hostage um but things take an even weirder turn when the reporter David and his team discover documents on a defunct tickling video website that they had been poking around on. That link Jane O'Brien Media to a guy named David Damato. Oh, so they go they go digging around, finding out records for a guy named David Damato. Well, it turns out David Damato was a former, he, he worked uh, as a school district employee um, in like the, on like the East Coast somewhere. I think oh, in New York. Man. Right? He was a school administrator. Turns out he w- he's the one behind the screen name Terry Tickle mm-hmm. because he used to use it on message boards in the 90s, posing as this woman Terry with a female avatar and everything, Ugh. trying to talk to men. And exposing them to tickling, right? So they learned all of this because D'Amato served a six-month prison sentence for disabling computer systems at the two different universities that he worked at and was uh, was attached to in retaliation against an 18-year-old male student who attempted to terminate an online relationship that D'Amato coerced him into while working as a school administrator. Wow. <laughs> There's some sick fucks out there. Yeah, seriously, yeah. jeez. So they determine that Damato. Uh, they find out that now he lives on this like substantial inheritance that he got from his dad, who was a s- successful lawyer. And like when th- when he has like a substantial inheritance, it's like it's like enough money to like spend millions of dollars every year, and still like it'd be a drop in the bucket.
2: Whoa. Like the, the
0: dude has like, fuck you money. Wow. Um, but he gets out of prison. Not, like you don't hear from him for years and years and years. And all of a sudden the tickling stuff starts popping up back online. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they, um, they know that this guy's good with computers. He's very into tickling. He went to prison <laughs> for it. Then he got out and became super rich. And he became so rich that he can effectively become a shadow entity behind the world's largest, most elusive tickling ring. And he sells these videos to clients who commission him for specific requests oh, on, like, man. different combinations of people tickling people in different areas or different ways. What the fuck? But he is, he is predominantly his own client. Like, he finances most of these videos for himself.
3: Oh, man. He's smelling his own farts. <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's getting high on his own supply yeah that's like right rule number one yeah. don't do that
0: yeah oh so they naturally they want to like try to find this guy and interview him um, but this whole time the thugs from jane o'brien media keep showing up and threatening them at every turn Basically, like, they get more and more aggressive and they're like, you know, you better stop or, like, hey, there's some nice kneecaps you have there, right?
4: <laughs>
0: um, but after finally they, they stake out, like, this David D'Amato's guy's like favorite coffee shop and they, like, wait there until they finally see him coming out and they, like, ambush him on the street and they're like, hey, David D'Amato, like, what's up with all the tickling videos? <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh
0: he gets really mad and then he like threatens legal action right he drives away in like an unmarked like black tinted SUV type thing uh-huh. wow they basically never get to talk to him so what they do is they like compile all their evidence put it together they make this like documentary about it and they premiere it at South by Southwest uh the bodyguards at South by Southwest catch and evict from the theater the Jane O'Brien media people who have been intimidating them whole to- the whole time because they are wearing disguises trying to infiltrate the theater to get in <laughs> <Wow>. to-, to, <laughs> to this <Jeez>. premiere.
3: <laughs> like fake mustaches? Like- <laughs> three of
2: them stacked on top of each other <laughs> with a really long trench coat. God. Yeah.
0: But they missed David. David was in the audience the whole time this vi- this documentary premiered. And after it was over the reporter um, got up to do like a Q and a afterwards. And David like gets up and shouts that the film was a piece of garbage and full of lies. <laughs> uh, and after he says his piece, he just like walks out of the theater, gets into like a train of unmarked SUVs with black tinted windows and drives off. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, so to this day, they can't really prove that it was David D'Amato that is behind Terry tickle and like all of this stuff, like the, the contemporary version of it. Um, but the tickling videos still went on. They still continue on today, but the, the wrinkle in all of this is David D'Amato. Uh, he died of a heart attack in 2017. Whoa. Man. Yeah. Jeez. And there's but,
3: like new videos being released right now.
0: New videos. Yep. Oh my it li- gosh. It lives. It lives on.
3: The legend of Terry Tickle,
0: yeah, carries on. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. the
1: the dreaded Pirate Roberts. Like, yeah, <laughs> at some point the mat- the mantle transferred to somebody else, right? Yeah, to my dad, <laughs> yeah, to, right? To Terry Turney. <laughs>
0: yeah. So it's uh, it's you know, it's one of those things where like you you see something weird on the internet and you laugh at it for a second, but then when someone takes the time to really dive deep into it you're like i didn't need to go that deep Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck people yeah oh jeez i think man i think that lends credence to tim's original point though like the world broke in 2012 because yeah. like I, if if you would have told me before i looked into all this that like there's a shadow entity out there manipulating the strings of of underground tickling i would have been like come on <laughs> Come on! What do you take me for? A
1: fool? Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, now with like such good like CGI, you can only imagine the damage they would be able to do with like aches. Oh like, yeah. Like if yeah. it's ruining college kid lives, imagine what they could do to like higher, like higher powers. Yeah. Even if they kept the majority of the college kids, imagine if they put in like a current or former like congressman or woman. Ooh. Like right, oh it man! Only, it only gets worse with time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what? So, uh, okay. Which two people being deep faked in a tickle fight would you masturbate to? Ooh. Well, it's got to be <laughs> men because this yes. is only it's, men. It's for, it's yeah, only for, men. It's, it's only for hetero men. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Um, the Rock.
0: The Rock. It's <laughs> a very quick answer there yeah. no i was putting words in tim's mouth No, I mean, oh, I, yeah. obviously
3: this guy doesn't know what i'm into uh, rock is uh too close to my same size so right, right. You know? oh yeah. <laughs> yeah he's he's close to my height yeah it's not gonna work uh a ryan reynolds okay you know yeah uh, and maybe, like, Elijah Wood. Ooh, okay. You know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually going to go right.
1: Daniel Radcliffe. Okay. And, uh, Tom Cruise. Yeah, all right. Oh, okay. I mean,
3: I imagine Tom Cruise already does this. Yes. So he doesn't need to be deep faked. Right. Yeah. I'm
2: trying to think of something that is not only flattering to me, but also comedic enough to where I won't be too judged for it. Oh, man,
3: you're giving it way too much thought. Frank, these are off-the-cuff answers, bro. right? I'm
2: going to go with, um... Ben Shapiro <laughs> <laughs> and his sister. Abby Shapiro. <laughs> I'm going to go Ben Shapiro and Fetty Wap. <laughs> Just oh. to see how interesting I could get it. To- <laughs> there you go.
0: All right. Yeah.
3: Chris, where are you at with this?
0: Oh, I'd say uh, Charlie Day.
3: Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: Charlie Day and um who else? Uh oh, Chris Evans, but he, he has to have Abby Shapiro's feet. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we were doing like like a
2: build a bitch type situation. <laughs> <laughs> like I can customize everybody. No, I
0: only get that because I went last. Yeah, uh, Chris pulled notable on us. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um y- yeah, so I mean, be careful out there. And if people are offering you uh, more than $1,000 to tickle someone in an L.A. studio, um, it might be too good to be true. Yeah, yeah very much so. Yeah. I think the people have been waiting too long. Um, it's time for us to unveil Frank's first ever appearance on the podcast. He has been telling us he's got something really juicy for us.
2: Alright, so, before we begin, I have a couple things that I need to make sure you guys are all familiar with. So, are you all familiar with the hit 2013 movie, Pitch Perfect, starring Anna Kendrick? Oh, Oh, fuck yeah. (laughs) And are you guys all familiar with the... The tragic event of 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of
1: it. R- remind, me, remind me how it goes a little bit.
2: Uh, it's something that happens when you call 9-1-1 so often. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. here I'm going to try to convince you guys with enough evidence that Anna Kendrick's Pitch Perfect movie is a secret nod to 9-11 being a conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. I'm here for it, but yeah. be
3: careful because that's the love of my life that you're talking about. It 9/11. is
2: also the love of my life.
1: That so 11 is the love of your life? <laughs> yeah. The Bush administration <laughs> is the love of Tim's life.
2: Okay, so the first time I saw Pitch Perfect, it was in 2013. One of my friends had told me to see this new Anna Kendrick movie about an acapella competition. Like anyone else, I had seen Kendrick's earlier films, and I knew her reputation as expressionist and genius toiling away in modern-day Hollywood instead of 1920s Berlin, but Pitch Perfect was clearly her masterpiece. <laughs> also around this time, I was just so happening to be watching the Room 237 documentary, which is about The Shining and all the weird parallels and hidden odds it had within it. Oh, okay. So you could clearly see the parallels kendrick and stanley uh, kubrick kubrick kendrick kendrick kubrick
0: (laughs) okay i see the connection
2: i then realized something pitch perfect has nothing to do with becca or jesse or chloe it's clearly a film and in protest against 9-11 oh wow (laughs) okay so the movie starts and the what are the odds of this that the first opening scene is about the competition which takes place in none other than New York City? In New York. In New York Where concrete, concrete jungles, jungles where dreams are made of So it opens with the troublemakers, the all male group, as they do a choreography of an airplane. There's also a woman in the crowd holding up a sign that says Acapella is my co pilot. Oh. And the Bard and Bellas, the all-female group featuring Anna Kendrick and all the other main they're characters, stewardesses. They're dressed as flight attendants. Oh, yeah. sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Wow. <laughs> <Very genius. Sex. laughs> so then, upon this investigation, I went back and started doing the math. The so the TravelMakers came out, and they have nine guys. Nine. Remember the number. Nine. Nine. Right. Okay. okay. The Barton Bellas come out and they have eleven members. These bitch. <laughs> oh, so Pitch Perfect is about 9-11. Wow. Great, alright? But what is Anna Kendrick saying about it? Oh. Think about the bus trip in the film where the Bellas are on their way to the semifinals and they start singing Miley Cyrus. It's a great scene in the movie until you realize they're all singing Party in the USA. Uh And Becca, who spells her name with one C because she's alternative, is into it as well. (laughs) And then they stop singing because the bus runs out of gas. Some critics may say that it's because Fat Amy forgot to fill it up after being hit by a burrito. (laughs) But it's also because there was a party in the USA up until September 10th, 2001. Oh, wow. When the Bush administration decided it was time to get more fuel... I e gas, I e oil. Wow, it's crazy. So earlier in the movie, before that, Chloe overhears Bella or Becca singing the song Titanium in the shower, and Becca is surprised that Chloe knows this is or this song. To which Chloe replies, "Have I been living under a rock? Living under a rock? A rock? Or as Kendrick would spell it, I R A Q, Iraq." (laughs) <laughs> oh, God. Oh. So maybe Bush orchestrated 9 11 as a means to invade the Middle East. Or maybe it's the exact opposite. See, Kendrick's is always playing with the idea of symmetry. People don't realize this, but the entire screenplay is a palindrome. Kendrick wants us to see something backwards so that we can understand it forwards. Take the song, Turn the Beat Around. So this is a song that the Bellas constantly sing to their own Aka detriment. <laughs> <laughs> I think what Kendrick is asking us no what she's telling us to literally turn the beat around. <laughs> turn
1: the beat around.
2: Turn beat around and you get Taeb or possibly Taib. Oh my god. So what <laughs> does this Taib mean? <laughs> One Google search later and the First result is, uh, I lost it, Hassan Taib, the head of the Intelligence Bureau for the Army of the Guardians of the Islamic Revolution in Iran. Oh, my gosh. Kendrick is waving her (laughs) arms at us, telling us that we have it wrong. 9-11 was not perpetrated by the CIA. If anything, it seems like 9-11 was a carefully coordinated attack by Muslim extremists, also known as Al-Qaeda. But then again, we know that Kendrick is a Frutian, which leads to me, or which leads me to, you guessed it, the mainstream media. When Kendrick actually goes to the formal audition, she does this cup song, which Addison likely explained at the beginning. Or did explain, Mm -hmm. not likely it happened. (laughs) And she performs it on the ground. Also... If you looked at it as a graph, the ground would be zero. Ground zero. Uh (laughs) (laughs) But think about what song everyone sings. Kelly Clarkson, Since You've Been Gone, a.k.a. American Idol, Uh a.k.a. American Idol, I-D-L-E, a.k.a. We did nothing to stop (laughs) 9-11. But one of the judges on American Idol was Harry Connick Jr. When is his birthday? You guessed it. September fucking 11th. Oh, wow. The year doesn't matter. (laughs) How long was Harry and the rest of the Connick Juniors working with the Taliban? (laughs) Well, (laughs) consider Becca's romantic foil, Jesse, played by Skylar Aston, with a sort of dashing flamboyance. Jesse teaches Becca about the power of film by forcing her to watch... You guessed it, The Breakfast Club. <laughs> a movie starring Judd Nelson. Take their two names, for example. Skylar Aston Lipstein is equivalent to Judd Asher Nelson in this equation.
1: Yes, it is. That
2: equation, after you spend a few hours studying it, is actually an anagram for Lost Plains Reigned Jihad in U.S. Sky equals R-S-T-L-N-E. You don't have to worry about the second part. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the letters that you're not allowed to guess on the bonus round in Wheel of Fortune. Oh. Which is on ABC, which is owned by father company Disney, and is hosted (laughs) by none other than Pat Sajak, which rhymes with (laughs) hijack. Does Anna Kendrick think we're stupid? Does she think we won't
4: notice? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> My final piece of evidence to support this claim
2: is pitch perfect 2. Ugh. 2 is Rome in, numer- in <laughs> and Roman numerals is II. What else has two eyes? I's? <laughs> Isis. <laughs> <laughs> That is the continuation that I have with the secret, not so secret thing that the Anna Kendrick is responsible for nine eleven. Wow! Wow! I mean, you can't argue with facts.
0: Yeah, it all comes down to research too, right? Because like, yeah. you can't argue with the fact that they've done research. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and
1: once you do your own, like, you'll come to the right answer, which is the same answer that we've all come to.
0: Right. Well, thank you, Frank. I feel like uh, you just dropped some truth bombs on us, and I will never be able to watch Pitch Perfect, uh, well, ever, um, but now it's it's ever on. Uh, I'll never look at it the same way again. Stay woke. Yeah, stay woke, everybody. (laughs) Uh, Well, I want to thank everybody for joining us tonight. Uh, it's been really fun. I hope that everybody's learned something. Um, we've we've given you some well researched, really based in fact. Uh, I wouldn't even call them theories at this point because we've proven them to be like truth, right? Right. Um, uh-huh. Conspiracies. So uh, you go out there and you know do your own research, but uh, you know we we basically gave you enough to have done research on your own. Mm.
3: Yeah, you can quote uh, us. We'll allow you (laughs) quoting us as having done research.
2: Mm. Yeah. And if you happen to write papers upon us and your teacher says we're not credible, just tell them to give us a call. Yeah. We'll write into the podcast. Right. Right. Yeah. And uh, where's that? What's that email? Uh, ptpod at gmail.com? No.
1: pt.podcasters at gmail.com. I have it saved
2: to quick email, so I don't (laughs) ever have to type it in. Uh, I'll uh, I'll put it in chat here.
3: Yeah, and I'd just like to thank everybody who joined in on this like inaugural uh, live stream.
0: Yeah, inaugural,
3: inaugural. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said it right. It's close enough. <laughs> um, I think this is going to be like the format moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still going to release the edited version on uh, through Apple Podcasts. We're also going to release. This version, um, the video version on YouTube. Mm. Um, Chris, what's our YouTube? Can you put that in chat also?
0: Yeah, I'll I'll link that in chat. Um, And then I'll also find out what that link is for everyone on the audio stream as well. Yeah.
3: So that'll all be in chat. You can follow those. Um, The video, like immediately in the next like month or so, we're going to release full this version, the Mm. whole hour and 40 minutes so far. It's going to go up in in YouTube. Um, And then eventually it'll be edited down to match our one hour audio podcast. Um, So if you want to get these longer formats, you like this, make sure you join us here weekly Monday nights on Twitch. Um, If you uh, want the shorter, tighter hour long, but you still want to see our beautiful faces, check us out on YouTube. And if you just want these, Sweet, sweet baritones uh, in your <laughs> in your ear holes. You can definitely uh, follow us on uh, Apple Podcast, uh, Stitcher, uh, Beyond Pod, Beyond Pod, yeah, Spotify, Spotify. SoundCloud. You we're fucking it. everywhere. We're we're on it. Yeah, and make yeah. sure if
2: you so happen to have an Amazon Prime account, to so go ahead and link that to your Twitch account, which you should be using. Yeah, and use your Amazon Prime gifted sub to us.
3: Yeah, we would. Absolutely love that. We'd really appreciate it. Thanks for all the followers we picked up tonight. Um, yeah, we love you guys.
0: Yeah. Uh just a few of those. We got uh Hatchfeen, uh Rob Cox, uh Armor Fatty, It Real Beck, Spooky Keith, uh a bunch of hosses with different um numbers and and names after them. Uh maybe they changed their name a bunch, but
2: it's all of David Castle's uh, hosses. David Hasselhoff's <laughs> alt account. Yeah. It, it
0: could, yeah. I'm going to go with that one. Um, and if you want to leave us a voice message uh, that we can feature on the show, uh, you can go to ptpod.fun and you can send us a voice message. It, I mean, I can't think of any more fun than doing that. Uh, but otherwise, uh, we'll be here same time next week and we hope to see you. Uh, in the meantime, this has been the Part-Time Podcast. My name is Chris. Don't quit your day job. This is
3: Tim
2: we live for you and we die for you this is frank make sure you stay woke and stay happy
1: (laughs) and this is addison you see a friend tell a friend You like took a picture of me or something like that because I was doing something stupid at work. I
2: believe we were working out in his uh, at home bathroom. Yeah. And. <laughs>